Welcome, Welcome to, to Power, Power of X-Men, 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 the, the greatest, greatest comic book podcast in all of the multiverse. During the whole making of X-Men and the casting of X-Men, I was there in the production office. Remember, you don't need to scream for help when Banshees are around. Was it supposed to be Jean or was it supposed to be Madeline? I drew that image and a deliberate hint. Things to come. What makes Marvel Legends so special? Just the partnership with Marvel, you know, continuing to work with Jesse Falcon. This is your special guest host, Mr. Sinister. <laughs> you, know, you would never put Storm in a ponytail. That would be well, weird. You could, but that would be weird. Answer. But giving it to Jean kind of made her the girl next door that everybody could talk to. When I met Stan, he was very gracious and, and, and very kind. This is the Power of X-Men podcast. I am your host, Dayspring. Hope you survive the experience. Oh my god, it's Scouting Sun. Oh my god, 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 oh my god. I know, I know. This is a great, great day. I mean, good uh, newsworthy uh, story for us comic fans. You know, it's uh, I was so, so excited, so happy to hear this. It was just a normal Tuesday afternoon, and I'm here, like, on my phone being like, hmm, I wonder what I should post this evening. La, 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 la. No new news is coming up. And I put my phone down, and I go, I make myself a little sandwich, you know, con jamón and queso. And then I come back, and I see Madeline Pryor is returning for the final issue of Hellions in December. Hellions number 18. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah, I was the same. I, I had just gotten off work, um, pulled in to the driveway, and usually I just take about like five, sometimes maybe 10, 15 minutes, just kind of scrolling through. And then I saw it. And well, at first, you know, I just saw the uh, the variant uh, to the issue. And it was of her, and you see Havoc in the background. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, maybe this is just some kind of, you know, artwork. But then I see the article that Hellions, yes, is ending with issue 18, but that it marks the uh, return of Madeline Pryor. And I was like, Oh my god, this is like the best news ever today. Yeah, I I mean we kinda knew it was happening. Yeah, we did. It's not like we yeah, we didn't know. I mean and it's not like it hasn't already been teased, you know. Oh yeah. Enough, you know, already throughout since, you know, her unjustly demise. <gasps> it's especially with, you know, the recent issue of uh New Mutants, um the five bringing back Gabby. And then there was this uh, memo of sorts where it uh, of the five telling the council, hey, you know, this is I and I'm can't, obviously can't say it verbatim because I don't have it in front of me right now. But it was just pretty much them saying that this restriction against resurrecting clones is pretty much bullshit. And uh, we're going to go against your protocols and start bringing them back because they're people, too. Yes, absolutely. I would have liked a little bit more of the council's reaction to this. I hope we'll see that scene where they decided not to resurrect Maddie and, and sort of their uh, process behind this, because as of right now, I've said this before, the council is a fucking mess. Like they're just not, they're all over the place. And I'm just like, uh, have you even filled those two other seats? I, I, I agree with you. I, I think we're going to get a flashback scene to mm-hmm. Scott standing in front of them uh, and, the, and them having that discussion. And then we'll definitely see who, uh, yayed the resurrection and then who nayed the resurrection um obviously i mean 
I liked it. Like I said before, uh, for those that tuned in to the, the Justice for Maddie episode, uh, I believe we, we, did, we discussed this. I like to think that people like Jean and Nightcrawler voted yes, especially with Jean when she fought so hard to stay over the first time during Inferno. And so I, I like to think that she would want her to have another chance that she sympathizes, you know, with her because seriously, it's, it's like Demanda said in the episode, Madeline was just created to be nothing but a walking, talking uterus to uh, have Scott meet her and then procreate birth out this child who we know to be cable to be used as a weapon to destroy apocalypse. I mean, this woman has just literally been given the shit end of the stick since her creation, her introduction into the comics and has just been met with tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. So it would just be so nice to have her come back. And me personally, I would love to see her have a redemption uh, story where she's not necessarily a hero, but she's not the villain anymore. I think the trope of her constantly trying to get this vengeance against Scott Summers, the great Jean Grey, uh, is just it's tired. And there's a new story that they need to develop with her. I, I have been saying this for such a long time. When she came back during Hellions, I was like, so her master plan is that she wants to invade Krakoa and get and be angry. Like, why does Madeline always have to be angry? Yes, she has been wronged. But we are talking about this is 30 years of story for right. a character that provokes so much intellectual debate and emotion among fans. Like, give her wrap up wrap up the angry madeline like have justice for maddie and then let's see her move on maybe she starts a sisterhood you know the the sisterhood of mutants like we saw during um matt fractions run like but it's more of something with a better cause or, or a little bit more fleshed out i just i'm tired of seeing maddie being so mistreated and misused by the writers and it's funny when we were talking to jordan d white Back in March, Jordan was like, Madeline was never more popular until she died. And I was like, really? I I have been obsessed with Madeline Pryor since freaking like 1994 when I found out right. about her. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I feel so many of us are obsessed with Madeline Pryor. Yeah, she's just, a, she. I think she's always been such a, you know, a fun, fun character. She is definitely the, uh, I don't want to say that the dark, the dark side of Jean because she's not a dark character. She just unfortunately became that because of what transpired with her uh, after meeting Scott. And obviously he didn't really help in the matter either by just abandoning her and their child um, when he found out Jean was alive. And obviously it's not Jean's fault. She didn't even know anything about her. Right. Um, and I think editorially at the time, I'm not saying this is right, but the perspective and probably approach in the eighties was more like, okay, Jean is back. So what are we going to do with Madeline? Well, she's a clone of Jean. She's basically the same person. Let's just get those memories, put them in Jean. And that's it. Editorially, everything's wrapped up nicely. But we do know the conversation about what constitutes a self. I just think the narrative for Madeline evolved past you know, certain ideas and tropes from the 80s. And now it's like, we need a better story for Madeline. But- Oh yeah. But wait, I want to ask you, how do you think she's going to come back? How do you think she's going to come back? Oh gosh. I don't know. Um, I, I really thought about that too. I, I like to think that like the, how the five brought Gabby back, they're going to do it as a um, kind of, 
a secrecy type of way where it's they're resurrecting these clones hmm. without the permission of the council because they're fed up with the uh, yeah, with fuck this. the council. Well, if you, if you really think about it, it's so hypocritical of Charles Xavier to establish this rule that clones are not allowed to be resurrected uh, because they're not considered real people. And the reason why I find hypocrisy in that is because here for since the X-Men introduction back in September of 1963, they've always been about wanting to stand equal with the rest of humanity. Look, the mutants are human beings too. They just have these powers and have been ostracized and hated and have had the most vile and negative things said about them just time and time again. And for him to fight for this equality, but now on Krakoa to establish this restriction against clones, it's absolutely ridiculous because it's not their fault they're clones. They didn't ask for this. Madeline didn't ask to be no. a clone. She didn't even know. No. She, she didn't know. I mean, she just thought she was born into the world like everybody else, grew up, had this life, you know, met the man of her dreams, got married, had a child. I mean, and then, then to find out that you're not only just a clone, but you're a clone of the man you married, then thought deceased girlfriend. Oh, I know. It's even oh. more of a stab to the heart and, and to the, a punch to the gut. It's just... So, yeah, I can't really blame her for wanting to raise hell, you know, because oh. it's... And it's like I said, even in the episode, I mean, bless her, you know, God bless her, because, I mean, she really stuck it out. Because if it were me, and the person that I was dating showed a picture of their ex, and that person looked just like me, all the best to you. Good luck. <laughs> Take care. Bye. <laughs> I listen. I I want. I this is kind of what I envision. I we know Mystique was eavesdropping on Alex and Magneto, so I wonder if Mystique is somehow going to convince the five to resurrect Madeline. I don't know how. Maybe this was always part of Madeline's plan to to be killed and resurrected on Krakoa. That's how she would get on Krakoa. I don't know. But I want her to be resurrected and I want her to go straight through a gate into the age of X-Man, find Nate Gray and start making out with him. Oh, I want God. those oh. two back together. Oh, God. I want Dude, Nate and Maddie. Revisit, I want a reunion. Do we really have to revisit that incestuous time? <laughs> was so was horrible. it incestuous? I mean, really? So to answer your, to answer your question, because, you know, I thought about the whole Mystique uh, uh, bit during the uh, Hellfire Gala. I have a feeling that, it, just a feeling, take it with a grain of salt, um, that she could very well be resurrected at the very end of Inferno and then show up. Yeah, in I Hell agree. Games. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, and I, I'm forgetting, was it News Rama or one of the articles that said that like um, Hickman is starting his, you know, Inferno miniseries and a lot of those plots are going to run through hellions so i thought the article i read i don't i mean again it, it wasn't like officially quoted it was just more of like the op the editorial stylizing of the paragraph i i think it's pretty clear some people have been inferno and it will bring madeline you know through so i'm excited i'm really really excited i mean yeah because they're not just going to bring her back for issue number 18 like at the beginning and then right. that's it just ended like no they're gonna have to tell a story and, and I can't imagine them bringing her back at the very end and then just, you know, kind of wait to see what, what happens next with her. <sighs> I, I think there's going to be um, this kind of um, 
it's going to transpire somehow and she's definitely going to confront. And I think it's going to come out that great grow. I don't think it, I don't think it has already. I haven't kept up with it. I got to I'm going to go and um, collect the issues. I don't think it's been incorrect if I'm wrong, but I don't think it's been revealed that gray crow is the one that uh, killed her. No. Okay. I didn't no, think so. No, 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 no. So I definitely think it's going to come back. What did you think of the cover? Oh, I loved it. I mean, I, anything with, with her just front and center right there, just, and, and she just had this look and the stance of like, yeah, bitches, I'm coming back. Be ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was Philip Tan who did the inter or the interview of the art. It, it was one of the variant was, and then peach Momoko Momoko. I'm sorry if I say that, if I'm saying her name wrong, did another variant. And I thought that was absolutely beautiful. Very surreal very dark yet, you know, with the pronounced red hair, it was just it was a very, a, a very lovely yet ominous. I know. Company. I'm with just eyes. And I, 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 I'm literally just like, you know, I'm looking at the covers right now. I can't believe it. Like I, I'm just so happy. Like today was such a shitty day. And I'm like, you know, what would make it better if Madeline Pryor was resurrected? Oh, and she was, but I think that every day. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm, and, and which is which is really great too because you know I really want to see her and I mean I, I want to see her interact with other characters that we have not, not really seen her interact with my my uh, big confrontations I want to see how her and Emma Frost uh, interact with each other I've always wanted to see that and I and we were so close to getting a an uh, interaction during the sisterhood arc uh, when Matt Fraction was writing it but we never saw those two interact with each other. Um, so I would love to see that dynamic because we, Gene and Emma, we, we've seen that many, many times. And I think it's just that that needs to be done. But I would love to see just Emma kind of be like, Ugh, a Xerox copy. Here she comes. <laughs> you know, Just something so shady and catty. And then Madeline just being like, better than being a bottle blonde, darling. <laughs> and like right. walking past her. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to see Madeline just be her full on character living on Krakoa. You know, and and going about her life, and and yeah, I'm 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 interested to see how she would integrate herself in the everyday happenings of Krakoa, and you know, maybe she establishes a sisterly relationship with Jean. And I'm not saying sisterly like oh, best friends forever, but maybe like a Brie and Catherine from Desperate Housewives, you know, relationship where they're they're so similar that they're antagonists to each other, right. but. I, I'm excited. I want I want Madeline front and center in, in some way, shape, or form, or at least I just want her back on the island living her best life. There's no reason why Madeline can't be there. And try to reconnect with Cable, have a good relationship with Cable. Exactly. And, and like, I don't know, what does this make Rachel to her? I, you know, this is a question about genetics and like relationships. So I don't know, but like, there is some kind of genetic relationship between her and like Rachel, like maybe they sit down and like have a conversation. I mean, Rachel like, will just fly up to her thing. She's Jean and Madeline just blast her away again. Like she did in Excalibur Inferno. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I definitely want to see, you know, Madeline, of course, get re reacquainted with Cable. I mean, we really have not seen that happen. Um, I mean, I know there was that one issue back in the 90s where he met up with her in the astral plane, um, but that was really it. My thing and, is that... And that was beautiful. And I don't even know yeah. if they, it was ever fully explained. It's like, I, was it during 12? It may have been during something else. It was a couple issues it was where, right 
Right before the 12th. I think during the 12th, I may be wrong. But I think during the 12th, he visited um, her on the yeah. astral plane again. And then there was another one in the cable miniseries where they saw each other and, and they go back to the house in Alaska because those were her happiest times. And again, I think Madeline is owed, as we said, like Madeline is owed so much more editorially to be fleshed out. And I want to, I just want to see her have a conversation and, 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 you know, we'll see where it goes, but I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. It's uh, no, you're totally fine. No, it's, she has every right to exist. She has every right to be on Krakoa. I mean, with Krakoa, you have a host of other villains that are allowed that are roaming, that are roaming around coming and going. I mean, You've got freaking apocalypse. You've had Magneto, even though he's kind of 50-50. You know, he's a hero. He's a villain. Blah, blah. Exodus, Mr. Sinister, Mystique, Selene. You have freaking Jason Wingard, Mastermind, who was the main antagonist that caused Jean Grey to become Dark Phoenix. A pervy antagonist yes. who, when we look at the Generations arc and other past stories, was stalking her before. Yes. And he was... Uh, like a very significantly older gentleman masquerading as a young, handsome guy, seducing Jean and making her go dark. And they just let him be right there at the Green Lagoon bar. Oh, right. sorry. No, 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 no. Shady. And, I mean, and, and I would love to see Madeline and him have a, a bit of an interaction and be like, I remember what you tried to do to me. Yeah. Because during, uh, what was yeah. it, uh, From the Ashes, yeah. he was getting he was getting his revenge against x-men through her because she looked exactly like because of her exact likeness to gene yeah. so oh my gosh the one with her paul smith wig and her yeah. dark phoenix yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we're on the same page yeah i'm yeah. so excited i can't wait to see where they're gonna go with it i i'm i'm hoping i'm hoping good things will come of it i like zeb wells as a writer i mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been my top choice to write her but he did bring her back and she did die on his watch so you know, he, he's playing with that character. She's coming back. And my only grievance is that Hellions is ending. And I don't feel that there's much of a thematic conclusion thus far with the book. I feel like there's still so much up in the air. Is it going to be rushed out like X Factor? Yeah. So it, it, it is unfortunate, but it's funny how it ends with how it started with the big reveal that at the very first issue of seeing Madeline at the end, and ending it with her coming back. Yeah. So, um, but no, I, I agree. I, I think it, it's unfortunate because there's a lot of great stories that could come. And I think in the beginning, Hellions was really a surprise hit. I remember reading some comments where people were just kind of scoffing at the, the roster at first. Oh, Nanny, Orphan Maker. Ah, oh, you know, before he, they renamed, before he was Grey Crow, they still called him Scalp Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody really thought much of it but then it became such a a hit and uh you know you have such you know great characters like empath you know causing trouble and uh you know havoc you know and his you know issues and oh havoc and his issues and then and then quanin you know coming off of fallen angels which i thought they were supposed to bring back but i guess not so uh, i remember fallen angels being one of the books no one was reading I, I mean, I have the first issue, but then I never yeah, picked it up. Either, so. I, I slept on it. I probably would like it now if I read it. I've been very easy on 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 my reading materials. I, I think maybe just didn't do so well because people really didn't get to know her quite yet. No. It took Hellions to kind of really reintroduce her character again into the fold. 
And I think Fallen Angels probably would have been a good series for her to fall back on after this. Mm-hmm. So. But listen, I'm look. I I'm I'm glad Madeline's coming back at the end. But again, when I look at X Factor, I'm like, there were so many questions about resurrection that were supposed to be answered in this book. Did not even touch the tip of the iceberg with it. And similarly with Hellions, it's supposed to be a story about redemption for these, you know, emotionally broken and traumatized individuals. That's something that Wells told us when he was writing these these characters are all emotionally traumatized individuals i'm just not seeing any thematic resolution so i'm curious is it a sales thing is zeb wells just you know at the end of his contract or do they just want to move on to different stories i just i'm glad madeline's coming but i don't see i i, I feel this being more of an abrupt ending like x factor was and that makes me cautiously optimistic because i'm like oh are they going to do like a little mini series like onslaught revelations and stuff like that you know we're going to get something like that which oh my god i forgot about onslaught Re- revelations when is that coming out yeah, I know. I, um, oh yeah, I'm not sure either. I think that's when they're kind of like slowly uh, kind of getting to it. I love um, how I'm like, when is that coming out? Like, I have forgotten about that until this very moment. I'm, I'm, sorry, too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Madeline Pryor. We don't care. I know. You know, for me, it's like, I, I really don't care. I mean, hearing that Maddie's coming back, I, I'm just so ecstatic and just, and I actually had a question for you. What book would you want to see her in? Oh, that's a really good question. Would you want to see her in something already established or something new? Mm, I think something new. I'm going to say, I think there's a rumor that... Uh, that um, Could she be that what? honesty of the Kawhi Council? <laughs> I think she... Well, no, no, even better. I, I think Steve Orlando is coming to the Xbox in January. And I think he's such a great writer. And I think, is it like a weekly project? Where have I heard someone mention something weekly project, but I would like to see Madeline on, on something like that. I want to see her. How about this? We know, I think it was in the Hickman exiting article when he's here, like, Oh, the next phase, there's going to be like a weekly project or something like that. They haven't announced a writer yet. I'm surmising it's Steve Orlando, but I would like to see Maddie, Maddie there. But how about this? I want Maddie to be written by someone like Leah Williams, because I think Leah Williams is really great at respecting history of characters and making their history more relevant to like the current story. So I would want that. So I don't know. I, you know, what? I, everyone writes Gene, everyone writes Emma, everyone writes Cyclops, like throw Maddie around the books. How about that? No, yeah. not one book. I want Madeline everywhere. I, I think it'd be a good way if she did pop up here and there to, yeah. as a good reintroduction to her Who, character. And then do you want, where do you want her? Oh gosh. That's a good question too. I, I wouldn't mind seeing her something new, but I would want it to actually prolong for a while. Something that would establish a good redemption story for her to kind of, um, have her play the anti, you know, hero, so to speak. I don't think she, I, I don't think she needs to be the villain anymore. I mean, that's, I, I think, you know, what we should see is that after her return, have Gene and Scott, Rachel, Cable, just all have a sit down and just have oh, a conversation. Yeah. And, and Alex. I don't I could see her maybe taking over X-Corp or maybe even doing something with sword. Uh, just yeah. do something, give her something different. Um, she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to always, she doesn't have to be around, you know, Gene and Scott, you know, mm-hmm. they want to kind of give her space or. 
Would you want her to be with Alex? You know, I honestly, yeah, because I think they do work very well together. And he really, since the um, House of um, House of X uh, storyline and Madeline's reintroduction and Hellions, he has really been the only one that has had her back. Yeah. And the one that has been really vying for her return. I mean, we saw it during the Hellfire Gala. He was trying, he was trying to talk to Xavier. He was trying to talk to Magneto about Madeline. Why are you not bringing her back? What is your reason behind? You know, yeah, Scott came and said, you know, I'm sorry, I tried. And, you know, and I think Alex was kind of like bullshit. You know, she's a real person. I want to know the real reasons why you're not bringing her back. You know, oh you can't God, sit there and say because she's a clone and she's not real. No, she is a real person. But she I just, existed. I just got an idea here. Like, fuck her meeting up with Emma or Jean, who she really needs to meet up with is Polaris. And Polaris needs uh, to have a scolding hot coffee <laughs> and throw it in her face. She's like, Alex. Can, can you imagine having like a first wives club type of a comic with uh i would love that yeah who would the first wives club be would it be so gene is obviously one polaris and technically not a wife but a girlfriend who would it be a third i i I think i think you could definitely put madeline in there yeah um yeah it doesn't have to be like wise per se or like you know the the, uh, the, the girls of Scott's life, you know, type club, you know, Jean, Madeline, Emma. <laughs> oh my God, that, that alone. Jean, Madeline, and Emma sitting down and having tea. What do you think they're talking about? Like, that's all I want. You know, a, a new comic by Marvel written by whoever, uh, Krakoa's Angels. <laughs> I, us, obviously. <laughs> right? Oh. I'll do the illustrations. <laughs> I'll do the writing. There we go. Right there. And speaking okay. of illustrations, Boom. I'm wearing your shirt. I know it looks so so good and just want to say to everyone that's listening that is still up on my site so please go on link is in the bio and please support Power of X-Men by purchasing the shirt I guarantee you will love it and you will look absolutely fantastic in it I know and Comic-Con is coming up you have to wear it wear it at Comic-Con absolutely it's gorgeous. It's Doug Ramsey and then Warlock um, on as an O instead of a regular O for Power of X-Men. It's gorgeous. It's up. You can get stickers as well. I got a sticker myself. And awesome. we'll be doing a giveaway. And stuff. Awesome. Can't wait to hear more about it. Scotty, where can folks at home connect with you? Well, you can find me on Instagram at mdbrower81 and on Twitter at mikebrower81. Yes. Guys, Madeline Pryor is coming back this December. Woo-woo. 